Hello there, everyone, and this is Rabbi uh, Yoshua Grenstein uh, calling you once again from Halifax, Nova Scotia, here in Canada, speaking to you today once again about the questions referred to me as the rabbi of the synagogue from various congregants. These questions have a very interesting perspective to them, simply because the people living here don't necessarily live within very vibrant and saturated Jewish environments. And as such, very naturally, they obviously feel and see things differently than people that are used to it. And I'll give you an example today. There's a very interesting halacha. When you go and comfort someone that's bereaved, when you go and pay a shiva call, the halacha is brought down in Shulchan Aruch, in Yeridea, in Simon Shin, Ayin Vav, Sif Aleph, 376.1. And the halacha is as follows. Nobody is allowed to speak until the mourner begins the conversation. We all know we can't extend greetings in a mourner's home, and we all know that we're not supposed to begin to speak to the mourner and try to offer him comfort until he or she decides to open the conversation. Anyone that grew up in a Jewish community knows that this is a normal procedure when you enter a shiva home. It's actually the normal procedure on Tisha B'Av once a year. However, when you live in a community which has a very minute amount of Jews, it's very strange for the local people to really see that normal greetings, which we encourage throughout the year, normal greetings that I'm sure every rabbi and every person speaks about, how important it is to be hospitable, how important it is to extend greetings to one another, ultimately is forbidden. And we have to shrug a soldier, sit there, almost like deaf mutes, and not say a word until the mourner begins the conversation. And the question, of course, is what's the logic of the halacha? Why is it that the halacha, even forcefully, puts us in a situation in which we can't engage in a conversation that we usually engage in, and ultimately do what we're supposed to be doing at that point? We're obligated to give nechama, to give comfort to someone that's bereaved. And ultimately, that very comfort is something we can't do unless the mourner opens his or her mouth. In my opinion, the halacha is not only sensitive, the halacha read the reality, the reality that we all see. And that reality, of course, is how do we respond to crisis. Different people respond to crisis in different ways. And indeed, the reality of death, which is for no question a big crisis, is something that hits people differently. It depends on many factors. How old was the person that they're mourning for? How close they were to them? What was the nature of their relationship? And many other factors, as well as other elements, that obviously come into the picture when we speak about someone that was hit by a crisis. And we see this throughout life, but I'll just give the primary example. But unfortunately, a tragic one. How do you comfort someone that's a Holocaust survivor? A question that's pending even in the 21st century, thank God, as we have many survivors still amongst the living, and we hold them dear, and by kissing them and hugging them, some of them feel very comforted, and yet by staying away, others find their comfort. Some love to speak about their experiences and share it, and some keep it inside and take it with them to the grave. Ultimately, each person react to the reality of death and the reality of any crisis much differently. Some people are able to speak openly about their personal feelings, even with total strangers. Others keep everything inside, 
and do not feel comfortable sharing thoughts and feelings. The mood at a shiva may differ from person to person, and therefore the halacha comes along and tells us, be very sensitive to this person's personal needs. Let them lead. If they want to speak, they will, and you can join the conversation. If they want to keep it inside, this is not the time for speaking. They ultimately appreciate your presence, appreciate you being there and taking some of your time to pay a shiva call, and that's good enough at this point. Maybe later on they'd like to speak about their feelings. Maybe later on they'd like to cry on your shoulder. But ultimately you have to be sensitive to the fact that each person is different and there isn't one answer or one response to this crisis. There are Jewish responses to crisis, and it's our job as comforters to seek what that response is and how appropriate it will be to each person specifically. Have a very good day, and may we find a proper way to comfort all those that find themselves in these terrible situations of crisis.